0: Thank you for listening today on podcast with Pastor Larry. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Feel free to check us out at PodcastWithPastorLarry.com. In just a moment, Pastor Larry will be teaching us a constant truth from God's Word to help us in this always-changing world. You can always find more teaching with Pastor Larry at Freedom Ministries through our Facebook page at Freedom in Virginia or on our YouTube channel at Freedom Church 4, that's the number 4, others that would be freedom church for others now let's get to learning the bible to live the bible with pastor larry
1: hey folks this is pastor larry it is tuesday june the 7th thanks for joining me here on facebook live or if you're listening in on the podcast ministry thanks for giving an ear just for that today we are starting a new bible study or a new series if you will we just finished up the series on growing a deeper faith and a closer relationship with God. We started that in January of this year, and have finally wrapped that up six months later. But it's been a great study, and I hope that you have gotten there. I hope that you have seen that developing and maturing in your own Christian life, and that is growing closer to the Lord and putting some things in place and putting things into practice to help you grow closer and develop a deeper faith with God. We're going to start a new series now, and this series is going to go on for a few months, and it's called Living the Christ Life. That's right, Living the Christ Life. What is that? How do you get it? What does that mean, the Christ life? I'm a Christian, you may say, and if you are, awesome, thank you, I'm glad that you're a part of the family of God, but what does that, what does that look like, and how does that play out in our life? How do we obtain that life, the Christ life? And so we're going to look into this and study this out together, and so this is episode one of living the Christ life. Maybe you've heard the expression, and I've heard it throughout the years, that people would say, Pastor, I can't live the Christian life. It is such a struggle for me, or I just don't think that I can do it. Maybe you have felt that way at certain times in your life or since you've been saved you have felt that, boy, it really is a struggle. And maybe at times you have felt like a failure in your walk with God. And you know what? I don't know a Christian that at some point, at some time, maybe through struggles, trials, difficulties, and circumstances of their life, living in and on this sin-cursed world, that we haven't faced that type of heartache or even opposition where maybe we've had even doubts in our life. But here is my response about living the Christian life. And to someone who may say, I just can't live it, I would answer you and say, you're exactly right. You can't live the Christian life. In fact, nobody can. Now, Before we move forward, I want to make sure that we get clarity on that. You can't, you can't live the Christian life. Nobody can. But let's be honest here. The only person who can live the Christian life is the person Jesus Christ. So if you're like, well, I can't live it, and you just told me I can't live it, so what else is there? Well, the good news is is that there's only one person who can live the christian life and that is the person jesus christ so therefore if you are a christian and you have christ in you he christ can live his life after all it's his life who can live it better than he himself he can live his life through you and i if we allow him to And if we are rooted and grounded in his word, and you may be thinking with that statement, well, the only person that can live it is Jesus. And you may be thinking, well, where does that leave me? How is that going to help me? Well, actually, it leaves you in the best place. It leaves you in a wonderful shape. And I think this is the best news, because so often we revert And try to continue to live the Christian life based on our own efforts, based on our own merits, maybe based on our own strength and our own faults. And that is where the failure and the struggle is. Now, we're going to have a text for this portion of the study about living the Christ life. And our text is going to explain why that Jesus Christ is the one who can live the Christ life, and how we must lean and learn and allow Him to do that in and through us. And so we're going to look at this text. And if you have a Bible, I encourage you to join me right now in Galatians 2. That's going to be our text for this study. Galatians 2, verses 19 through 21. If you're listening to this podcast and you're driving or working out, well, that's going to be difficult for you, so you're going to have to really listen in. And I want you to hear the words of the Apostle Paul as he writes this about living the Christ life. It's really important to get these crucial keys to this text or from this text. Paul said this, For through the law I am dead to the law that I might live for God. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not nullify the grace of God, For if righteousness comes by the law, then Christ died in vain. Did you hear those words? Because this, in a nutshell, is extremely important. This Bible verse or context here is so crucial for every Christian and every believer to understand if we're going to have any hope, any victory, or any success to truly live the Christian life, this text of Galatians 2, 19-21, needs to be studied, opened up, and revealed to us through and by the Holy Spirit. And I believe that over the next few weeks— In this portion of this study and series, we're going to see three key, key statements over the next bit that are going to help us to understand about living the Christ life. And so I really want you to listen in and lean in on this and hear what God is saying to you today. So, when it comes to living the Christ life, this exchange life, Christ in us, the hope of glory, living Christ, allowing Him to live in and through us on a daily, moment by moment basis. There are some key things that we're going to extract from Galatians 2. They're going to help us understand how we can actually live the Christ life. Let me give you the first thought today. Number one, God's law cannot help you live the Christian life. That's exactly what Paul said in Galatians 2, 19. God's law cannot help you live the Christian life. Now, God's law is important, and it is helpful in certain areas, and it has a purpose, but to help you live the Christian life, the Christ life? No, that's not its purpose. And so may I remind you what Galatians 2, 19 says. Paul said, for through the law, I am dead to the law. Did you hear that? For through the law, I am dead to the law that I might live for God. See God's law yes it is found in the old testament and it is the law a reflection of god's righteousness it is the reflection of god's holy standard as a matter of fact romans 7:12 calls the law of god holy just and good so therefore we don't disregard god's law we don't get rid of the Old Testament because it has God's law in it. No, it has a purpose and it has a design. But if you don't use it for its purpose and it if it is not um put into practice for what it was designed for, then it's not going to work. And so that is why it's important to understand what the law is for and what the law is not for. Someone may say, You know, I'm going to live the Christian life and I'm going to do it and I'm going to give it my earnest best and I'm going to do this Christian life by memorizing God's law and I'm going to live by every command of God. Well, my thought to you, my friend, would be, Well, have fun with that because there are over 600 commands. And even if you could remember, and memorize all of those commandments, God took all of them and summed them down into 10, 10 commandments. So God took everything, summed them down to 10, and yet what do we find even with just 10? We find that you and I have broken those commandments, those 10, over and over again. So what do we find? We find that the law of God, we can't even keep that. We can't do that correctly. And it does not draw us right any closer to God in the aspect of living the Christian life. It only points out our guilt. And so I want you to look at again and listen to, if you're on the podcast, again, verse 19 of Galatians 2, Paul said, for through the law, I am dead. That doesn't mean physically, folks. Because when you trusted Christ, and if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, when you got saved... You didn't die physically, no, the law showed you how dead spiritually you were. It shows us our inept, how inadequate we are of our own standard in living righteously. we could not and cannot obtain that on our own. We cannot obtain holiness. On our own, we cannot remove our own sin, right? So the fact is, the law just leaves us dead spiritually. It does point out something in our life. So the law is good, but not for helping us to live the Christian life. So the law does something. What does it do, Pastor Larry? It's real simple, folks. It reveals our sinful condition. Romans seven seven says this, What shall we say then? Is the law sin? Paul responds, God forbid. So the law is not sinful. But Paul says, I did not know sin except through the law. I would not have known coveting If the law had not said, thou shalt not covet. So what is the law doing? It is revealing our sinful condition. That is the purpose of the law. This is the goodness of the law. This is why the law is just and holy, because it reveals what's wrong in us, but it doesn't remove what is wrong in us. The law re- reveals, but Christ in his grace and mercy removes what the law reveals in us. There's another purpose of the law as it reveals our sinful condition, and we read about it in Romans chapter 7, verses 10 and 11. And the commandment, which was intended for life, Paul said, proved to be death in me. For sin, taking opportunity through the commandment, deceived me and killed me through it. All the law does is reveal what is wrong and shows us our real condition. After all, the Bible says, for the wages of sin is death according to Romans 6.23. So folks, may I remind you again, the law reveals our sinful condition. It doesn't remove our sin. It doesn't give a remedy for our sin. It doesn't cleanse us or forgive us of our sin. It only reveals the real truth. And what is that? Sin. And what does sin do. It brings forth spiritual death. As Paul said, for the wages of sin is death, the word wage is what we earn. It is what we have acquired on our own strength and our own merit. And that is why even in Rome, uh, 2 Corinthians 3, 7, that the word Law, or the law in itself, is called the ministration of death. This is all that it leads to. The law does not help you live the Christian life. It only reveals yours and mine sinful condition. Here's my point. The law. Now listen to this now. If you haven't really gotten to understand what we're talking about in reference to the law. The law was given to show our sinful condition. This is its purpose now. The law was given to show our sinful condition so that we will, in turn, flee to God's remedy, which is Jesus Christ. So the law has a great purpose, And that is to reveal what is wrong in our sinful condition so that when we see who we really are, that we will desire Jesus because he is our only hope for forgiveness and he is our only hope to eternal life in heaven. Galatians 3.24 reminds us of this. The Bible says, so the law was our tutor. It is what taught us and showed us it was our teacher, if you will. It was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ that we might be justified by faith. That is what Galatians 3.24 says. It does not say justified by the law, which the word justify means to be made righteous, to be declared Innocent. No, my friend, the law doesn't declare you innocent. The law only declares you guilty. But the righteousness of God through faith, right? When we put our faith, that is what justifies us, when we put our faith in Jesus Christ. So the law compels us, or propels us, I should say, to come to Jesus. Because we see that in our own effort, in our own strength, in our own life, we are not capable of reaching eternal life, salvation, redemption, and heaven on our own. See, God never meant for you and I to take the law, even the Ten Commandments, and try to live the Christian life by that. This will always end either in total frustration or egotistical pride. Because you know what you do? Well, I keep the law better than someone else, but then you know what you find? Someone else keeps it better than you. And maybe this is why possibly so many Christians are frustrated, because they have in their mind this list of what a good Christian does. So if I just keep the list, and I try my hardest to live by that, then I'll be victorious. No, you won't. So let me be clear as I wrap up this portion of our study on living the Christian life. The Christian life is not keeping a list of rules and laws. Paul said in Galatians 2 verse 19, Through the law, we are dead to the law. But then Paul said something very wonderful, and it comes from Galatians 2.21. It really does. And here is what Paul is saying. I do not nullify the grace of God, for if righteousness comes by the law, then Christ died in vain. That's Galatians 2.21. Let me read it to you once again. I do not nullify the grace of God. For if righteousness comes by the law, then Christ died in vain. What is he saying? It's real simple. And I want you to get this. So if the law can't save me, and I try to live by this, and I only try to live by the law, then why did Christ come to die? Why was there any need for that? If the law can do it, then why did Jesus come? Jesus came to fulfill the law because all of mankind couldn't do it. The nation of Israel couldn't do it. We can't do it. No one has been able to fulfill the law in all points. And that is what the Bible says. The Bible says that Christ came. He was the fulfillment of the law. Yes, he was tempted in all points, yet without sin. Christ is the fulfillment of the law. He is the fulfillment of something that you and I could never do. So what are we learning? And what do we see? What is Paul saying when he says that the law is not about or living the Christian life is not about living by rules and by the law. Here it is. If you or I can live the Christian life by keeping the law, then there was no reason for Christ to have come and died on the cross. And so if you mix this up then Scripture doesn't harmonize with itself. And then you have conflict within the Bible. But there is a purpose of the law, and there is a purpose of Christ and the cross and His grace and His mercy being extended to the entire world, this mystery program that was hidden in God but now is revealed, and that is the mystery of the grace of God through the finished and completed work of the cross that was not revealed or anyone knew about before it happened? What does all this mean? The law has its purpose, folks. But the law cannot help you live the Christian life. No, it cannot. It only reveals our sinful condition. And so may I remind you, that if you live your life by the law of God by the 10 commandments then basically you're saying that Christ and what he did on the cross is in vain but that is not the case so i want to remind you what is living the christ life it's not living by the law but again We look to Galatians 2, and Galatians 2 reminds us once again, and I'd like to close with reading the context today again, and then next time we're going to look at a couple more key statements of what living the Christ life is. So if it's not about the law, then what will help me live this Christ life? Well, actually, the answer is, is in the title. But again, here's the context. Galatians 2, verses 19, 20, and 21. For through the law, I am dead to the law, that I might live for God. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not nullify the grace of God, for if righteousness comes by the law, then Christ died in vain. I want to thank you for joining me today, whether it was Facebook Live or if it was, you know what? Um, maybe through the podcast ministry. I want to close by saying that you are loved and you are prayed for. And I can't wait for you to join me next time on Thursday as we continue our brand new series and study, Living the Christ Life. Until then, God bless you. Take care.
0: Thanks for joining us today for podcast with Pastor Larry. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast Connect with Pastor Larry at podcastwithpastorlarry.com to hear weekly biblical teaching. You can always find more teaching of Pastor Larry at Freedom Ministries through our Facebook page at Freedom in Virginia or on our YouTube channel at Freedom Church 4. That's the number for others. That would be Freedom Church for others. This is a listener-supported podcast. Feel free to partner with us to further our reach of the gospel to the world. If you feel led to give, please log on to PastorLarry.org. Again, thanks for connecting to podcast with Pastor Larry.